Hello and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the show that has another record of post-apocalyptic, the post-nuclear podcast. I am your host, Vince, and I'm also here with your child of Adam host, Declan. What's up, pal? Not much, not much. I just got done eating. Had yeah? Some, yeah, had some chicken and rice, some good stuff. A little bit of soy sauce, had some chili powder to yeah? spice it up. Yeah. Shit. Good yeah. shit. Guess what I did? What did you do? I went second place in a Keyforge tournament. Oh shit, that was today? No, that was Saturday. Oh, I didn't even uh I didn't know you were second place. Yeah. Uh cool. How's the new set? I haven't got them yet. It's f- versatile. Versatile? They, they changed a lot of stuff, they redid a lot of stuff. Uh you know my deck that just makes money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. There's like, now there's now cards every time you make money it stuns the creature. Um like how? Like you put a creature on the field and it's mm-hmm. it's like passive ability is any time an enemy creature reaps or any time any creature reaps uh it becomes stunned after the reap. Is that just with new cards or is that like with old cards? No, with all cards. You can use a deck from last set with this set. Okay. Cuz they're trying to make it where it constantly builds on itself. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> hmm, interesting. I'll have to check out the new rules and stuff. I went... Okay, so for people who haven't played Keyforge, it's not like Magic where the goal is to destroy your opponent. It's, uh, I need to make three keys, and three keys cost six money, and once I have 18 total money, I can then... Well, once I have six, I can make one key, and once I get my third key, I just have to do it before my opponent. I went against... You won against... I won against... Hold on. So I went against the guy who works there that, like, introduced me to the... to the. Oh, yeah. And he's given me shit that I couldn't beat him for the longest time, right? And then you just whooped him. I fucking schwooped. Oh, I hope he's listening. Dude, he's not. He, 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 um... He, his deck was pretty much... He puts down a card that's a creature that both players cannot forge their first key. Until it's gone. Until the creature's off the field. And then he constantly buffed it to the point where it was ridiculously hard to get rid of. And I ha- and it was blocked by, a, like, a taunt. Oh, cool. So, so once I figured out... Yeah, but once I figured out his strategy, I just said, oh, I just need to have more money than him by the end of this. So that once that thing was gone, you can just, like, cash out. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, can you stop fucking stalling? You're taking your time. Because he realized that I figured it out. And mm-hmm. I looked at him, I was like, dude... I don't know any of these cards. I have maybe four or five cards in my hand that are returning from the last set. I don't know these cards. You have to give me a second to read them. Yeah. And I fucking beat him and I stood up and I went, yeah. And I'm like yelling in the shop and I'm like, Mm -hmm. and I turn around and I go, fuck you. And like, I hesitated and I like went back and I went, fuck you. Like, (laughs) it was just so like cathartic to be like, it's like finally kick his ass. Yeah. And, like, he's... Dude, then he's going, I quit. I'm done. If, if Vince beat me, I'm never playing Keyforge again. He <laughs> handed me three or four boxes of sealed cards. He's he like, what? I'm done. He's like, take these cards. He's like, I never need to play this again. He's like, if I can't beat you, then I'm worthless. So, 
he's like he's like putting cards there and he's like giving me extra sleeves and shit and like at one point he's like do you want a bag for your cards i'm like yeah fuck it give me the bag because i wasn't gonna so take did, them. did he actually give you cards he's dude the whole night he's giving me the cards and then on our way out he's like he put the cards in the bag like i put the bag under the cards and he's mm-hmm. like he's like he's like uh on my way he's like hey don't forget the cards i go and i pick it up i'm like i'm not gonna fucking take your cards and he looks at me and goes put my fucking cards down and i was like that's what i fucking thought <laughs> yeah it was just like he, dude, he dropped out of the tournament after I beat him. No. Yeah. He quit. he quit. And Kyle got the win. Kyle got a free win because of it. Oh. I mean, that's kind of cool for Kyle. How, uh, how'd Kyle place? I don't remember what Kyle placed. I, I just came in second. I, I know I came in second and this other kid came in first and that was it. Because there wasn't Ooh. enough people for a third place spot. Ah. And I got, I got $10 store credit, so I bought sleeves that say, uh, better than you. <laughs> and it's a picture of a milkshake or better than yours and it's a picture of a milkshake uh, so you could taunt uh, you could taunt him every time you go to the shop now. Ev- every time I'm not even going to play with the deck I'm just going to bring it out and be like hey buddy this is the deck that swooped you <laughs> uh, so yeah but dude did you see Godzilla no not yet you didn't see Godzilla no I haven't gone to I haven't seen any movies in a while Dude, I thought you just you just saw Godzilla and Pikachu. No, I said I have to see them. Oh, dude, it's fucking awesome. That's why you you didn't respond to me when I said which one did you did you like more? Yeah, because I was confused and I didn't want to like have that conversation over Twitter. <laughs> no, I was dude. like, no, don't. That's that's not what I said. You should have. You should have done it. Yeah, why? Because make me look like an idiot. It's funny. Uh, uh <laughs> I mean, it's not too hard. Yeah, no, exactly. I went to public school. <laughs> um, no, dude, Godzilla's fucking awesome. Godzilla's fucking awesome. Yeah? I saw it with my I've... brother, and I there was at least six times where I would, like, grab him and shake violently because I couldn't believe that they were doing what they were doing. Really? And it's the they did the best type of uh, references. They weren't pandering references. They were just, like... Like nods? Yeah. Like, names of shit and, like, little things that they're like, let's try this and let's do that. Like, it's just... That's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. A coworker said that they saw it and that it was alright, but I think it's gonna be better than alright. No, it's so... so People were saying that there's too, met, there's too much monster fighting and not enough character development. What are you talking about? It's You're going to a fucking... Godzilla movie to see the big monster smash. Yeah, like, I don't... <laughs> They should be, spoiler alert, they should be more upset about Brian Cranston dying in the first 20 minutes of the first one. End of spoiler warning. Or oh, whatever. I didn't see the other one. Dude, it, you, you're going to see a Godzilla movie. It, you're not going to see the fucking, like, yeah. it's not a Kubrick film. Yeah. It's not a good fucking Spielberg film. Like, it's... It's it's Big Monster Smash. Yeah. And, like, there's some there's some parts where you're just like... And you know me, I hate CG, but there's some yeah. points where I'm just like, yo, yo, like, dude, yo? I was, I was so upset that people weren't as, as hype in the, in the theater as they were for Endgame. Really? Cause I was so ready to start yelling. And then dude, they do an after credit scene, son. I'll have to stick around for it. They set up it. the Thanos of the Godzilla universe. Ghidra? You haven't seen a single trailer, have you? No. Ghidra is the main monster in this one. 
Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, wait, I saw one trailer, but I it was during Endgame, so I was just too hyped for Endgame. Dude. You know what I'm hyped for? What are you hyped for? The lore for today. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Today's lore is on Megaton. You think we would have uh, approached this sooner? You would have thought. Yeah. But we didn't. We are now, though. Yes. A gigantic crater left by a pl- by plane wreckage that was carrying an atomic bomb. Many wasteland survivors attempted to gain access to Vault 101. Uh, they 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 were not given the access, and they gathered at the crater because of the protection of dust storms. Some stayed, and others left to start trade routes. Or some stayed, and others left. The ones that left later started trade routes with Megaton. Uh, Manya, which is a fucking name. Vargas, which I, many, I, I recognize that name. It's she's she has she's an old lady that has a house in Megaton. She was at one time a caravaner. Um, she just that name alone, Manny Vargas from New Vegas, was a reference yeah. to Wasteland. His name, oh, was it? yeah, his name's a reference to Wasteland. So I wouldn't be huh. surprised if they were trying to reference Wasteland with this. Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, her grandfather was one of the was one of the uh, original founders, along with the Lucas Sims lineage. Also, the, uh, the long wearer of hats. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Manya, which I'll never get over that fucking name. Uh, she is a railroad member. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Man, you never know. I'm sorry. <sighs> Raids on the small town <laughs> by mutants and raiders. Uh, Manya, as Vargas's father became... Manya's father became rich with his caravan routes and convinced the settlers to construct homes from plane wreckage and from the crater and the near uh, the nearby airport. The airport could have either been Ronald Reagan or Duels Airport. I don't know what to hmm. do. I mean, I've never been there. I've never flown into DC. Yeah, nor have I. But it's not in the game. So they either dismantled it entirely or it's just slightly off the map, but also, Megaton is, like, in the middle of the map, so... Yeah, so... Megaton's construction was aided significantly by the children of Adam who just began to worship the bomb. Settlers were forced to leave the bomb untouched in exchange for their help. Bask in Adam's mighty glow. That peaked so hard. Bask in Adam's mighty glow. I'm gonna leave both in. You wanna do it a third time? Bask in Adam's mighty glow. So in February of 22... I apologize for hurting your ears. <laughs> February of uh, 2041, an expedition from Vault 101 led by Anne Palmer, sent, uh, and she was sent by the Overseer. Megaton was, sus- was suspicious at first. That's a beautiful, suspicious at first. Oh my god. Um, but later they accepted them. Anne Palmer appointed Agnes Taylor and Lewis... Uh, as vault ambassador to study the town. That's pretty neat. I actually didn't know that at all. It's brought up very sparingly. I believe the only way you can really find it is in a terminal in 101. Hmm. That's pretty cool. In the same year, a raider attack resulted in the death of Colin Moriarty's father, and he inherited his father's wealth and the bar at age 14. 
That's the perfect age to inherit a bar. I wish I would have started a business at 14. Where would you be now? Um, I don't know. Where do you think you would be if you inherited or started a business at 14? I mean, I know where I would be if I inherited a business at 14. Yeah, but if you if you um, started a business at 14, where do you think you'd be? Um, I don't know. Probably running it from home because I would still be a dependent of my parents. I see. Yeah. Although, like, legal shit would probably be, like, in their name and stuff. Mm-hmm. I f- yeah, I mean, f- fuck legal shit. Fuck the law. Who's gonna stop you? Yeah. I mean, like, 12 never heard of them. <laughs> Not in my house. That's 11 plus 1 where we come from. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't say it. Uh, many residents are immigrants and are not from uh, Megaton originally. The Stahl family is from the north, Moira Brown is from Canterbury Commons, and Doc Church is from Rivet City. The Bapo Raid. Uh, in 2277, Megaton is a large settlement. Raiders from Springdale Elementary launch a raid on Megaton. Bapo staged the raid ended abruptly when he was shot in the head by Lucas Sims. Bapo's successor then tried to tunnel into Vault 101. Plan was terminated when they bored into a nest of giant ants. Can we just talk about how there was a raider named Bapo? What kind of raider is named Bapo? You're not wrong. Uh, You're going to get anywhere in this world if your name's Bapo? No. No, you're not going to be a legendary raider. I'm sorry. You need like like um like Ripclaw or like Meltface or something. Meltface. A, a, I like Meltface. Yeah, Meltface, dude. That'd be like a like a ghoul. Yeah, like a ghoul that was like half set on fire. Yo. I like that. Yeah. Meltface. But yeah, oh no, canceled. Hmm. You want to hear about some of the visitors of the town? Um, I know at least one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Megaton commonly received people who escaped from Vault One Hundred One around twenty-two sixty-seven. A girl from Vault One Hundred One stumbled her way into Megaton and had Moira Brown armor her jumpsuit. She never came back for it. In twenty-two seventy-two. Uh, Mor- Moriarty claims to have met an escaped vault dweller. In 2258, James, Star Paladin Cross, and the Lone Wanderer as a baby visited Megaton. Oh. Wait, Star Paladin Cross was a vault dweller? No. Star Paladin Cross is actually... She's actually a synth. No! Yeah. I was reading her page a little bit. Let me actually bring it up. Where is it? Cross... Uh, human, African-American, cyborg. No shit. Yep. I uh, learn more things about this game every time we talk about it. I know, isn't it great? Yeah. So, okay, this is something that I wanted to kind of read to you from the wiki itself. I get all of my lore from fallout.fandom.com. They're great, and I love them. 30,000 uh, articles and going. So, this is something in the visitors that I wanted to read. Lucas Sims died when the Lone Wanderer alerted him to Burke's plan. Leading Burke leading to Burke shooting him in the back, and when drunk, Hardin would speak about how the Lone Wanderer was responsible for Lucas's death. So the canon ending to Lucas Sims's life is that you go confront him with Lucas Sims, and he gets... Sh- well, I mean, it's Dies canon. in the crossfire. 
no. If you go and you tell uh, Burke, if you go tell S- Lucas Sims about Mr. Burke and Mr. Burke, you go and confront him. There's like it's a super hard chance, I believe, for you to kill Burke before he kills Lucas Sims. So there's a stunning amount of uh, vault dwellers that have the blessed hat. Yes, <laughs> just because his his uh, can I guess that makes his canonical ending that he dies then and there in the bar because. Uh, I'll, I'll say this later on, but it becomes Megaton becomes the the hub of the Wasteland Survival Guide. So yeah, that means it's still standing. Yeah, it would have to be for the Survival Guide to like get to to flourish to spread. Yeah. So and Moira is probably like a millionaire. Probably, and like I don't think she ever intended on selling the Survival Guide. But, like, from all the, like, kickbacks I'm sure she got for it. Oh, yeah, I have in my notes. I'm going to get to it in a minute, but there's... Uh, Ooh, yes. The, it, be, it made the town huge. Uh, actually, after the Brotherhood of Steel and the Enclave War, after the uh, Brotherhood of Steel and the Enclave War, uh, they began distributing Aqua Pura. Megaton rose to great fame and was put on the map. Uh, 2297, Megaton becomes the hub for the Wasteland Survival Guide distribution. It brings in the masses. Harden Sims succeeds his father's position as sheriff. He's a, a kid when you're playing in Fallout 3, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's like 10 years old. So, if let's say he's 10, and then by 2297, that's 20 years later, he's like 30. Yeah, that's a position to be a, uh, to be a leadership figure in Fallout. Yeah. Especially because people don't last that long. Yeah. <laughs> The that dude's like one foot in the grave. And one foot on the banana peel. Oh. You never heard that before? No. Uh, you want to hear some fun facts about Megaton? I would like to hear some fun facts about Megaton. If you blow up Megaton and you view the Megaton ruins, an eerie glow will surround the wreckage, which can be seen from the Super Duper Mart. Huh. Yeah, I didn't know you could... You could like, I knew you could blow it up, but I didn't know you could see your... Uh, I didn't think you could see like the repercussions from that far away or for that long yeah i didn't uh i didn't recall that either i blew up megaton only like twice so i think i did it once just to do it yeah i, I don't know i played a lot of fallout 3 and i don't ever really remember blowing up i don't think i ever shot a fat man to fallout 4 really yeah no i lie i had the merv I lied to you. Yeah. <laughs> a megaton is a unit used to measure the force of an explosion equal to a million tons of TNT. As per the, uh, the root mega. Yes. You can find megaton refugees after blowing up megaton, and they attack you on site. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't think I... Was that, like, a random event? You just, like, if you're walking around, they can just show up and be like, Stop, you violated the law. And then... Fuck you, you blew up my town. Yeah. In the Japanese versions of Fallout 3, Burke is completely gone. He's nowhere to, He's nowhere in the game whatsoever. Uh, and they took him out and the ability to blow up Megaton due to the parallels of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I mean, that makes sense for, like, cultural reasons. Mm-hmm. That's, um... 
porting a game to other countries isn't only changing the language in it. It's actually considering what's culturally like sensitive yeah. for an audience. So like that makes sense. It also kind of makes me sad that a whole group of players didn't get to experience that. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but... Yeah, like, I get it, but, like, I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. You have, any, you have anything you would like to say about Megaton, other than it's uh, probably my favorite settlement? Oh, yeah, easily. I love the Megaton house. It's my favorite uh, player home in probably any Fallout game. Did you know that uh, if you choose to get the home, the player home, uh, the only person who ever really acknowledges that you did anything for the town is Lucas Sims, I think his son, and Moira. Everyone else acts like you're an outsider. Yeah, um, I didn't, like, like, I, now that you say that, it makes, like, sense, mm-hmm. and, like, I can relate to that experience, but I didn't put two and two together until now. Yeah. But, like, the only other thing I have to say about Megaton is that, uh, you should praise that almighty glow. Yes. And also, I'd like to thank the, uh, the fan that recommended this to be our lore. Thanks, Rad. Thank you. Um, yeah, man. That's the lore for the week. I love it. I'm surprised, like, what are we on, 48, that we didn't do that sooner? It's, like, both of our favorite settlements. Yeah, I could have sworn that we did, and that's why I didn't do it. I think I thought... about, like, 20 weeks ago or so, we did Moira, so I think that probably scratched the itch. I think episode 14, we did Lucas Sims. Big ol' hat. Big hat. Big hat. Big ol' hat. Big ol' big ol' big ol' hat. The crown of the wasteland. The crown of the wasteland. The fucking... The 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 headwear of... The helmet of law. Mm, yeah. <laughs> knock, knock. Who is it? It's, Lucas Sims's fucking hat. It's the bucket McGucket. I think we're done talking about the hat. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did you know um, that they're developing a Fallout shelter online? Um, I'm going to say no, because you. I only figured that out when you told me before the show started. Uh, okay, so they're making Fallout shelter online, and by they I do mean Bethesda. The Bethesda Game Studio. Can you tell me about it? What do you know about it? Because I know... Virtually nothing. It doesn't make sense why it exists, but it does completely at the same time. Um, how does it change from the regular Fallout Shelter like mobile game? Okay. So, Fallout Shelter was kind of like a little management, oh, I'll kill some time type of game, right? Yeah, it's like, it's a, like an idle like mobile game kind of thing. Not an idle game, but... I know what you mean. Yeah. You can like Just walk away. To do. Yeah, you can walk away and fucking play it in like an hour, or you could play it in three days, right? Yeah, like you're waiting for your doctor's appointment and you have nothing else to do. You don't have service. Yeah. And you know how they eventually added where you can, like, go out and, like, explore yeah, and shit? Like, and, like, find, like, loot and dogs and yeah. pets and stuff. Like, yeah, shit was cool. So imagine... So they, they eventually added where you can go out of the vault and, like, go do, like, dungeons, if you could call them dungeons, right? Yeah, and, like, explore and stuff. Like, it was cool as shit. Well, they're making Fallout Shelter online, and they're improving it, and they're making your characters more customizable, uh, and everything looks so much better. Like, graphically, it looks so much better. It looks like it runs better. Uh, You have, like, squadrons that have, like, special abilities. Like, you know how a game like Overwatch, you have your ability and your alt and shit? 
Mm -hmm. uh, you have like an alt. Like you have abilities that you can constantly use. You can tap on and everything. Um, It has a full art trailer. You haven't seen it yet? No. Oh, yeah, dude. It's awesome. It's a really good one. I've only seen clips of it. It's only about a minute long. But it's the same way they were doing for Fallout 4 and uh, 76 where it's like the full art like prepare for the future today. That thing. Yeah. It's what do you call it? It's like a whole big thing, right? It's it's, it's awesome. They're fucking making a whole thing out of it. Um, and it actually has like it has actual dungeon crawling mechanics, and it has real PvP. Like it has PvP and guilds for Fallout Shelter. Really? So it's like a full like MMO. Kind of, yeah. But it's like turn based combat, right? Yeah. Like. And, and I think I've said this, all of your characters you can customize, not only you can customize, like, their outfits and shit, but you can, like, give them perks. So, like, you can give them, like, So, light. like, it's majorly be expanded. Yeah, and the best part about it is it's only coming out in China. Oh, why is that the best part? <laughs> because we're never going to play sad. this. makes me sad. Right? Did, it, doesn't, it, doesn't everything about it sound awesome? Yeah, it sounds rad. Yeah, it sounds fucking awesome, and it sounds fucking incredible and it's just it's only like like and this is my whole thing that like either they don't know what they're not that they don't know what they're doing but it's either they don't like do they not understand that the whole game is about anti-china like in a sense not that (laughs) it's like about anti-china but china's like where all the 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 problems stems stems from in a way and like it's it's the antagonizing force in the fallout universe well pre-war allegedly yeah yeah and like they, they, there's a there's video of Pete Hines. It's the first time Pete Hines has done anything public since '76 has come out. Yeah, and you sure as shit know he doesn't respond to our tweets. Link to our Twitter in the description below. Hashtag Tweet Hines. But like, holy shit, this is like looks really thought like not thought out. It looks out. awesome, right? Yeah, I'm seeing. Declan, put a, a picture up of just article. like a screen grab or two. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll save these. Um. Yeah, so it looks awesome, but it's being developed for the Chinese market. And, like, I, I got all this information, like, of what the game is, where it's being developed and everything. And the footage, there's some footage of it, because uh, it's being done in the closed beta, from Juicehead on YouTube. Shout out to Juicehead, you're more than welcome on the show. Uh, but it was just like, I'm watching it going, oh my god, this could get me back into Fallout Shelter. Like, this looks awesome. Like, you can make a guild. Like... You could make the tunnel snakes, in a sense. You could make the atom cats. You could make... And the thing is, like, the whole map is Boston. Yeah, I'm seeing that now. Yeah, so, like... Why not? There was a thing that Juicehead says in the video, like, maybe they're going to announce it at E3 this year, that it's like, hey, this is coming out tonight. You can get this version tonight. Oh, kind of like how they did with original Fallout Shelter. Yeah, which would be cool. I'd play that it. pretty cool. Fallout Shelter yeah. 2, I'd play it. I'd play the shit I'd out come, of it. I'd come back to it. Yeah. Um... This looks really neat, and um, I don't play a lot of MMOs because I feel like they take a lot of time, but this is one I could see myself getting into. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, the entire trailer is in English. Oh, is it? Yeah, like, the cartoon bit is it's all like, in English. This is American English. Yeah, and then there's, like, Chinese sub- Mandarin subtitles, and, like, they have the developers, some of the people that worked on the game, and they're like, hello, ni hao, we're very excited to explore the wasteland with you, all in English. Wow. So it's like, are and like there's there's one picture that they have because they kind of shot it like really quick and you could tell they didn't do it on a great camera. They just did it to put it out there for the Chinese market. Right. Um, 
but the one picture is Uncle Sam lifting up, or no, I'm sorry, a Brotherhood soldier lifting up Uncle Sam, like giving him a hand. And I'm sitting there going, like, that's patriotism. That that is that is patriotism. That's pa- like that old fashioned patriotism. Patriotism is banned in China. It's illegal to be patriotic in China. They had to patriotic about who? About anyone? About I think anything, anything other than China. Other than the People's I mean, Republic of China. That makes sense. Does it? I mean, it makes it's sense in the right. sense of, like, it's a communist country. It makes sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't surprise me, but, like, I don't agree with it. Yeah, it's... I just sat there looking at it going... Like, they, they redid one of... I think it's Iron Man 2 for the Chinese market. Uh, they redid it so it's not the Iron Patriot. Like, they had to redo a lot of scenes. Like, some of it are just completely cut out. And in China, you're not allowed to put gay people in a movie and no ghosts. No ghosts? No ghosts. No ghosts, no gays. I don't... I don't know what correlation is there. I I have no comment. Yeah. Other than that, sounds like a fun game. Sounds like a great time. Probably never going to play it. I mean, like you said, if it comes out in the U.S., hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It might have been, like, a thing that was, like... China is their test market. Like, yeah. a lot of games that, like, do betas are like, oh, we're going to release in Canada only, or Australia, or the UK, and they just kind of do these, like, test markets. So, like, yeah. I can see how this could have been a test market. But tw- Pete Hines tweeted. Interest. Pete Hines tweeted. Uh, oh, so he's not dead. I don't know when it was that he tweeted this, but he put something up that they were working on something, and he said, it's in China for China. Hmm. And, yeah, I guess only time will tell. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited to see it if it comes out in the U.S. If not, I feel and like hey, it's wasted potential. It's, even though it's uh, for China, I mean, we have Android phones. We could sideload whatever we want. Yeah, but I don't know how to speak Mandarin. There's going to be uh, patches. There will be unofficial yeah. patches. Also, it's... But God it, forbid you mod the game. Yeah. Me? <laughs> yeah. I'm... I wouldn't mod a mobile app. I mean, if it were, like, a language patch, that's technically a mod. Well, I'm saying in general I wouldn't mod an app. Uh, I guess you're right. In one of the... I think it was the one where they announced 76, and if it wasn't that one... Yeah, it was that one where they announced 76. Todd Howard said that it is the most... Like, it's over 100 million people have played Shelter. And recently I was having a conversation with somebody, and they told me Bloodborne was their favorite game of all time, and then three sentences sentences later proceeded to tell me that they don't even own a PlayStation 4. So, this is the most accessible Fallout game pretty much ever. Yeah, because if it's going to be on mobile, like, a lot of people have mobile phones, smartphones at this point. Yeah, Especially in, like, highly industrialized countries. And China has how many people? A fuck ton. Too many, some might say. And and it's the biggest smartphone market in the world. Is it really? I think it might be second to India now, but they're, like, neck and neck for, like, best smartphone markets in the world. Really? Yeah, then it's, like, America and parts of Europe. Well... If there's a hundred million people that are playing it all over the world, imagine when they open the floodgates to China. Yeah. But yeah. Speaking of floodgates, some floodgates have been opened over on uh, 
IGN, which I know is not the best reputable site because, you know, too much water. <laughs> uh, but 7.8 out of 10, too much water. Never forget. Yeah. There is a interview that's on there by a Joseph Knopp, K-N-O-P-P-K-N-O-O-P, uh, but it, it's this it, it's it's an hour long interview with this guy Joseph. I'm gonna call him Joe, uh, Joe and Todd Howard, and it's titled Bethesda New Fallout 76 would have bumps IGN unfiltered. So there's there's a, a whole hour and a half, and I only really got down to listening to the 76 part. They talk about a lot of things in the entire thing, but I listened to the eight-minute clip that had 76, so I could be missing some information. Some of the information could have been uh, contradicted by time that they got to that, or after they got to the point about 76. So if I get anything wrong, I apologize ahead of time. Uh, first off, I'd like to say that Todd Howard has a great sense in footwear. Uh, oh, does he? He's What's wearing he wear? some killer sneakers. He's wearing some Adidas uh, that are at least $180, maybe 220 And Ooh. I don't know if they made those again, so he's either sitting on them for a while and wearing them now, or this dude's got some serious feed heat. I don't know. <laughs> feed heat? That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I didn't think of it I like am that, but you're right. Disgusting. disgusted. <laughs> um, he, he says in the interview that he knew it was going to be rough. So what I'm guessing is, and I didn't see the interview, you did, that behind the curtains, Zenimax was probably like, hey, we need this game out fucking yesterday. And they were like, um, we can't. It's busted. And they were like, now, Todd. I wouldn't say you're wrong, but he says, if there's anything I learned from this interview, it's that Todd Howard is still violently passionate about making games. Oh, yeah. And for a while, I was starting to think that maybe he was just kind of like, I just want the money. But... He, he, he says he knew it was a game that not everyone was going to want, and they want to try new things, which kind of reinforces the whole Zenimax being like, put this out, I want to see if it makes money. Yeah. Um, Pre- press the button, Todd. <laughs> Todd says it has well-deserved deserved criticism. Like, he... I'm kind of just giving you, like, highlights of what was said. Um, yeah. But he said it has well-deserved criticism. He He admits in the thing that it was not good when it started. And he says, and I don't really, I agree with this and I don't. He says, it's not how you launch, it's what it becomes. Which, Uh, no. I mean, for games that are online, that makes sense. But for, like, a a non-online game, that's an unacceptable uh, thing to say. Yeah, but this is an online. I give the benefit of the doubt, as I always do. But this this is an online game. So... Uh, I don't know, just side note, have you got your fucking canvas bag yet? Uh, no. It is June. Well, they trust said me, four that... to six months, they sent those out in December. Well, you know what? Not they even a follow-up email? They like... didn't have enough material. Bag gate will continue on the next episode. I'm not, I'm not like one of these bag people where I'm like... My Szechuan sauce, my chicken tendies, and my canvas bag. But, like, <laughs> I understand why people are upset. I just, I don't know. I, I was just thinking about it, and I was on the Fallout Reddit, and I saw that someone was like, where the fuck's my bag? Um, okay, so. That was your first mistake. You went on the Fallout Reddit. Yeah, I went on Reddit. 
Uh, <laughs> Todd Howard reads the reviews and comments. All of them. That means there is a possibility that Todd knows of our existence. Ooh, hi, Todd. Welcome. You're welcome on the show. You're Let me be very clear. More than welcome. Dude, imagine if Todd, like, I, the, the, the fucking 11-year-old, 12-year-old, 13, 14, 15-year-old in me that was playing Fallout 3, like, n- understands that there could be a slight chance that Todd Rodimus Howard knows of my existence, and it makes me, like... Let me guess, you've got a big, doofy smile on your face. Yeah, yeah, I gotta... I, gotta, I knew it. Fucking... Uh, yeah, it's fucking... Ah, uh, dude. That does kind of uh, butter my egg roll. He he says he understands how uh, the fans love these games and how they're super important to them. Uh, He also says that they learned a lot from 76. He said if there was one thing that he learned, he goes, and this is a quote, but it's kind of like a loose quote. He says if they learned anything, it's to let it bake for longer, meaning let the beta stay up more than fucking two weeks. Uh, Yeah, make it. A beta instead of a stress test. We didn't get a beta. We got a stress test. That was a server stress test. He he goes into that. He's like, we should have had it running and we should have had it 24-7 and go, 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 go. Like, actually iron out bugs not to see if the server explodes, which honestly both happened. So we got the shit end of the stick. (laughs) He also said that he they should have made the beta. Uh, more accessible. He said, if you play Fallout 4, then you get into the beta for free. Like, that was just an example of something. Um, I really, yeah, like, I think that would have been, th- that would have been acceptable. I, I really, really genuinely think that, uh, I really think that, like, they learned something from this. Like, from this interview, like, the next question was, uh, has 76 had a lasting impression on Bethesda or Fallout's reputation? And Todd responds with, I'm sure it has some. It's naive to say it had zero. Like, he acknowledges the game does not work, or did not work, and is, yeah. and he keeps or saying... that it was flawed. And Yeah, and he keeps saying in the interview, he's like, more is coming, more is coming, more is coming. I don't know how else to put it. More is coming, and I can't go into it. And he kept saying the entire time, which I don't see a lot of fucking people that are that are head like the head developer or the director ever saying. He constantly says he's super proud of the development team, and he's saying everybody worked very very hard, and it was something that we knew was going to be challenging, but we got through it, and everyone did a great job. So Todd is constantly patting the backs, and that's all like. I work in a place where nobody ever fucking tells you thank you. And whenever you get a thank you, you're like, you're like offended because it's like, who the fuck paid you to say that? And that's such an, that's like kind of sad that we live, we live in a society. No, but that we are surprised to have our work recognized. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that awful? It's really awful, and I think that Todd Howard is really honorable for acknowledging the work of his team, and I think he really loves his team. Yeah, there's there's a lot in this interview, and I really recommend you watch this interview. There's a lot in it that I'm watching, it and I'm just like, there's still love in it. Like I, I still, yeah. I can still feel it. And I just, like, they're not like money gremlins. Like they're still people. I don't know. Well, Zenimax might be. Zenimax might be money gremlins, but. I, you didn't hear that from me. Uh, he said they want to learn how to be more engaged. He kind of makes a point that there are still millions of people that are playing P- 
past Bethesda games, uh, every month they're just playing and playing and playing. And he said the older games like Fallout 4, they're not really supporting. He, he goes, they might put out the paid mods every once in a while, but they're not really doing anything else. Uh, and he kind of goes into how he, they want to be more engaged with the community and with people and how 76, 76 is a great community. If you're into it, there are people that oh, love it and are super, super into it. Oh, absolutely. And he people, all, people really play that game a lot and really enjoy themselves. Yeah, there's it's he also calls out towards the end of it. He's like, look, ESO, our own game did not work when it came out. We got shit for it constantly. Yeah, they still get get shit for that. Yeah. All right, so we're recording this Tuesday, June 4th, right? A little step behind the curtain. Yeah, which is fine. Uh, so that means this is going to go out on Saturday, which Saturday is the 8th? The 9th, right? The Excuse me, it's the 8th. Ah. That means we're kind of, when this comes out, we'll already be into E3. The um, ball will be rolling. I am actually tomorrow, if you're listening to this the day it comes out tomorrow, Sunday, uh, is Bethesda's, it's Bethesda's E3. Oh boy. I don't know about you. There's going to be eyes glued to it. Well, yes, that, but I'm not even worried about because of 76. I want to know if Pete Hines is alive. Uh, I want to know if he still (laughs) works for the company. I also... Like I was getting chills. We were talking yesterday. We were talking about um, we were talking about some stuff yesterday, and we were listening to "Dear Hearts and Gentle People." Oh, that song is so good! Like it's happening. I can't sit here and tell you that it's happening. I, <sighs> but like, turn on your TVs, people. Your television sets. It's happening. But it, it's not. I can't sit here and tell no, you it's, it's happening. There's, but. It's just... <sighs> Tomorrow, after you listen to this, if you listen to this on Saturday, I'm either going to be very happy or very upset. Or maybe in the middle. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to want to talk to you on Monday. Because <laughs> it's either you're ne- not going to shut the fuck up, or you're not going to be awake. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I'm sitting there like watching all the the original, like the E3 trailer for for Fallout Three, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, imagine this happens again. Like, it still captures me. Like, I'm sitting there like singing along, and like I'm getting excited and thinking about what's in that, what's in the subway, and what's that robot? Like, I already know what it is, but it like still captures my imagination in such a way. Like, right? I can't wait to see Doom Eternal, and yo, Doom Eternal looks rad. I'm like not like a Doom fan. But my roommate is, and I ha- I've played Doom VR, mm-hmm. Doom twenty sixteen. I've played a little bit of. It looks so rad. It's dude. Doom was such a good game. The only thing that sucked about Doom is that it didn't have a new game plus. No game. What, Doom twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. No game is hindered by a new game plus. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would agree with that. New game plus is not going to harm any game. Just put it in. Make everything a little harder move power-ups in a weird like in a different location and you have a new game um yeah. you're you have an entirely different progression dude at that it's point. imagine imagine we get a fucking three remaster with the new with new vegas tale like, of two wastelands um yeah like imagine we get that like imagine on one disc is fucking three in new vegas imagine that 
Well, if you're a PC player and you're in the mod community, I'm sure people will be familiar with A Tale of Two Wastelands, where you can literally travel from 3 to New Vegas and stuff. No, I know that, but, like, imagine... I oh, like, imagine getting that natively. Imagine just fucking playing it with updated graphics. Like, and, and, and better better gun control. Imagine being able to build wherever the fuck you want, having your own personalized home. Like, imagine scrap in those games actually meaning yeah. something. Imagine having like, a layered armored system in those games. Imagine having power Having armor. all oh of God. the incredible improvements from 3, or from 4, in 3 in New Vegas, would skyrocket the quality of those games to a new level. Okay, you know how in, in 3 and New Vegas it takes forever to get power armor? Yeah, it takes absolutely fucking forever. I mean, and even if you find it, you can't use it until you get training. Imagine how cool it's going to be to actually have to find fusion cores and put them in suits and, like, actually get to... March around with the Brotherhood, like... And not just, oh, here, and take it. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, like, there's... You actually got to work for it. I want... I want this more than I want anything. I want this so badly. I fucking, I just want, I want a 3 remake. I want it in the worst way. And I know you want a 3 remake, but I do need to uh, throw some love towards the Elder Scrolls fans in the room. I want to see another teaser. We're not getting it. something for Elder Scrolls 6. They said they're not I know we're not getting us. it. I know we're not getting, like, a trailer. We're not getting a release date. That None of that is in the picture. But the one-second teaser last time or the time before then was it was something to let us know the game exists Mm -hmm. but i want a little bit more i want like a 30 second little like hey look we've done something like i want to see like like a city like maybe like uh like a bird's eye view of a city or something just give me more to be completely honest with you let us know what continent it's in to be completely honest with you, I don't think we're going to get anything like that. They're in, like, pre-pre-production. They've said that themselves. Yeah. They're, what do you think we're going to... What do you? Alright, so we have our dreams, but what do we think is likely? I think we're going to see, um... Space Game. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. We're not. We're seeing everything that's third party. We're going to see some 76 shit, and that's it. We're not. They said we're not seeing Starfield, and we're not seeing, uh, and we're not seeing Elder Scrolls Six. We're going to see Doom Eternal. We're going to see Wolfenstein. We're going to see maybe a new um, Prey, uh, The Evil Within. We're going to see all that shit. They're going to talk about. 76. I'd like to see more Dishonored. Dishonored. Dishonored yeah, I was. I that love exists. Dishonored. Dishonored's awesome. I can't get into it. It's just really fucking good. Um, I want. I just want. I just fucking. I want Todd or Pete to just walk you out. You want dear hearts and gentle people. I j- oh, God, I fucking, I want it. I want it so badly. And like, just put, and like, put one and two on there. Like, put one and two on the same discs. They're like 13 megabytes. Just put them on the disc. Let yeah, me play Yeah, they don't it. take up dick for space. Dude, remember we were, when we streamed Fallout 1, you were like, oh, I forgot to download it. And you downloaded it in seconds. Yeah. It took us less than a minute. Like, just put it on the disc. Let me play it with a controller isometrically. Or let me hook up a mouse to my PlayStation. Like, let me just fucking... I don't have to buy a game for a very, 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 very long time. If you put... If you get a Fallout 3 remake. three in New Vegas on one disc. And I know that's asking for a lot. But at least give me three. And at least give me New Vegas. Or at least just give me three. But... 
You know what else I'm like? You can call it like the Vault Collection or something. Dog, put it in a fucking, a fucking plastic shitty base that's Galaxy News Radio. And when I press a button, all you hear is, give me that." Oh, like I will give you. I, I I'm I, I'm fucking. I have to make sure I have money out of my savings and my card ready to go during that press conference because I'm going. To, remember they had that Amazon listing. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind if they announce something. Yeah, but what what else Holy are you excited shit. to see at E3? Uh, beyond Bethesda. Yeah. Um, we did see a leak for Fable Four. So I'm interested to see what that turns into. Yeah, that's in the Discord. Uh, Kyle yeah. posted it, so you can chiggity check that out if you're in our Discord. If not, join. Yeah. Um, I want to see if there's going to be more Sims content, because I'm trash and I love the Sims. Okay. Um, I'd like to see... Um, I'm excited to see Nintendo stuff. They don't usually go to E3, mm-hmm. um, but they usually do something. In, like, a few days. It, I think by the time yeah. this episode goes live, the press conference is either going to be over or it's t- today. Uh, let me let me just let me just get real close to you right now. Yeah, yeah. I need Animal Crossing Switch in my goddamn life this instant. I thought you were going to say po- the new Pokemon. Oh, also, uh, there's that, yeah. Um, new Pokemon's coming up. Um, and another thing... Uh, another Smash. I'd like to know the next Smash character. Mm-hmm. There's still three more that are unconfirmed. Okay. Um, I mean, I'd like to see... I know Square Enix does a thing. Uh, I'd like to know if there's any DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3, even though I haven't played it yet. That's what I'm getting with my first paycheck. <laughs> um, I don't really expect... Like, I don't really go and expect things from Microsoft mm-hmm. because I don't have a... I don't have a Microsoft box. Yeah, I've been out of that for a while, too. But, like, they have a bunch of cool technology. Like, the HoloLens is really cool, but it's, like, a billion dollars. Yeah. So I want, I like to see what their their hardware and how that goes. Did you see Apple's new $1,000 stand? No, what? Yeah, I think it's a charging base that's, like, a stand that's $1,000. Bullshit. We can talk about it later. Um, okay. You know what my big three are? What? Psychonauts 2. Which I think is going to be oh, like... I think that's that's very possible. I, when PlayStation does their own Direct, I think it's going to be there because I think it might be a PlayStation exclusive. I could be wrong. It's on Steam. No, the second one. Oh, I mean, the first one is on, no, yeah. is on more than one platform. If you haven't played Psychonauts, it's fucking fantastic. Go play it. I have it, but I haven't played You're it. You're fucking awful. I know. <laughs> I really want to see Psychonauts 2. I really want to see this new Destroy All Humans game. Which, again... Oh, yeah. I know nothing really about it, but you and Kyle have been hyping it up. Did you ever play Destroy All Humans? Nope. It's so Never. much fun. It's so funny. It's it's one of those early games that got me into, like, story games. Like, story more story-driven than anything, because they're just... They make fun of American culture from the 50s and the 60s. Hmm, go figure. Yeah. I it, wonder why you like it. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Um, and then there's one game that I think we're going to see... It's kind of my wild card for my top three, but how would you feel to hear hear this? I'm gonna I'm gonna just play you a little little bass riff with my mouth. Oh, I know what it is, Bully Two. How fuck? Oh, you're gonna need to sync that up. But 
Oh fuck! Bully two. There's, Bully two. There's been Bully two. There's been leaks. Bully there's two. been small leaks. There's a dude on YouTube whose name is Swag. Bully two. There's a guy on this guy on YouTube whose name is Swagta, and he did a lot of coverage of uh, what it could be. Dude, Bully 2. I know, dude. It's going to be so good. The only you thing... You can't say Bully 2 without me just breaking down. I fucking love Bully. The only problem from what I understand with Bully 2 maybe coming out, maybe not coming out, is the dude who's the voice of Jimmy Hopkins, I can't think of his first name, but his last name is Rosenthal, I'm like 90% sure. It's Jerry Rosenthal. I was I was half right. Um mm. He has said that he has not been contacted in any way by Rockstar. So either Jimmy's not going to be in the game or they're not making it. But I can see it that Jimmy wouldn't be in the game. But why not have him in the game? Like, it wouldn't be his character. Because think about how much fun it would be to, like, in today's ultra-sensitive world, you can like have... cameo. What do you... Wait, hold on. Yeah, but that's not even... What? Like, imagine if he just, like, did a cameo. Are you not listening to me at all? I wasn't even talking about the cameo. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm saying, if they don't make the game. I'm saying in today's ultra-sensitive world, where just existing is offensive, think about how much fun it would be to, like, oh, I'm getting cyber-bullied. And it's like, just turn off the phone. Like... (laughs) Or, how about you block them? Or don't use that app for a little while. Like, that would be really, really fun to see, like, these, like, millennials fighting other millennials. Like Fighting, I, like, yeah, like, it'd be an entirely different game. Yeah, and that's what I'm, because the way they made, there's a word for it, and again, Swegta, if by some chance somebody shows swag to this video, I would love to have a conversation with you. You're more than welcome on the show. There's a word for it that they wanted it to make it feel like it was somewhere between like the 70s, the late 70s to the early 2000s for when Bully took place, I think. And there's no cell phones and all the TVs are tube TVs. So where does it take place? I always kind of just assumed it was in the 90s because there was like arcade machines. See what I mean? It's made yeah. so it invokes nostalgia. It's like, uh, it's like um, time ambivalent. No, right he word? has a word no? for it. It's like an actual, it's not like a two words put together type of deal, like time ambivalent. It has a name. Like that type of time has a name, and I can't think of it. But I would I don't know. fucking, I would love more than anything to see Bully 2. Imagine oh having God, to like Bully respond two. to text messages. And like put it uh, in, what? Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Say, say words. Um, I just like. I couldn't imagine it being anywhere else except Bullworth Academy. The the art that was leaked, there's been some artists that have had works that have gone out. Um, it doesn't look like Bullworth. It looks like... I don't want to say it doesn't look like Bullworth because Bullworth was supposed to take place in, like, Maine, mm-hmm. Massachusetts, and that's what it looks like. But even if it's that school or, like, an adjacent area... Like, why wouldn't Jimmy work at the school? Like, why wouldn't Jimmy do something at the school? Why wouldn't Jimmy... He, like, he would just grow up to be the old man looking for transistors. i give him a little more credit than that. <laughs> I would fucking... I'd love to see Bully 2. I was about to say Bully 3. Bully 2. Uh, Halo Infinite. Eh. Nah? Um, I don't care about Halo after... 4 disappointed me. I mean, I just want to play Halo 3 again. Yeah. But, like, on PC. Oh, Cyberpunk 2077. Don't care. I do. 
I want to see it. I have. I'm gonna play it because it's an RPG game. I yeah. don't really have any interest in it other than like it's not that I'm not interested in it. It's just I don't know anything about it, and it's gonna be a game that comes out, and I'm gonna play it eventually. I think. It looks fucking cool. I don't really know much about it. I've only seen like mostly screenshots. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love some some cyberpunk shit. Yeah, androids, space, lasers, all of the above. It's uh, it's gonna be like Blade Runner, but bright. Or was Blade the Runner Outer bright? Lands. Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds. Sorry, I play too much D anD. D. Um, yeah. Again, not one that I'm su- I'm not that I'm not hyped for it. I just don't. I know. I don't want to say I know it's going to be good. I'm just. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it because I'm hyped up for the game, but I just I have a feeling that it it's, might fall flat. It's already like it's already on the timeline. Like you're not going to be surprised about it. Yeah, like I just I'm going to play it. It's it's Obsidian. It's fucking Tim Kane. I'm going to play it. Something that I I was just kind of scrolling through a list right now. Um, I'd like to see some news on Metroid Prime 4, because I've never played a Metroid game, and they've been, like, only giving, like, like breadcrumbs on this game for, like, a couple of years we, now. I don't think we've had a true Metroid game since GameCube. Yeah. So, like, I would love to give Metroid a chance, like a, like a new Metroid. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not... My Switch is a, is a dust collector for me. I play my Switch as often as I can allow myself. The, like I, I just don't get. Like we've had this conversation before. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just my whole thing is I don't really like indie games all that much, um, mm-hmm. just because I feel like they're very gimmicky and they're, uh, to be honest, underdeveloped. There's every once in a while I'll get that that like diamond in the rough, and like I've said before, Cuphead is one of my favorite games ever. Um, but that's mostly because of its art style, and I can tell the love and appreciation that went in for that went into for that era. Um. But, I don't know, indie games don't, like, Super Meat Boy does nothing for me. Castle Crashers was real fun. That's one I played a lot of. But, like, like, V, 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 N plus, N plus, plus, like, doesn't, I was playing N plus when it was still on Newgrounds. Really? Yeah, so, like, it doesn't do anything for me. I don't know, it just never did anything for me. Because, like, indie games, to me, feel like Flash games that I have to pay for. That's, I don't, I feel like that's kind of a furthest from the truth, but... You have the right to your own feelings about that. I mean, I play an indie game and I just go, like, I could pay $30 to be entertained for, like, 5 to 10 hours, or I could pay $60 to be entertained for, like, 15 to 20. Uh, I just like, uh, the thing I like about indie games is that you can get these very experimental mechanics and stuff, and, like, people really testing the waters. Yeah, but experimental because, doesn't mean good. Oh, yeah, I know. I just like to experience new things, because, um... Sorry, I just burped. But like, I'm leaving that in. Okay, you uh, when you see big companies that release things, they're usually going to release things that are safe. Yeah, of course. So that's not really pushing the creative envelope. I just like to sit down with like a new indie game, give it a chance, and like really find something unique. And even if it's not perfect, it's still all the better for me just kind of experiencing something new something interesting i get that i understand that and i agree with you but the thing is when i pay third like i do you ever play has been heroes no i don't understand how that game works i got it relatively soon when i got my switch 
And I just don't get the game. I've tweeted at them like twice on my old Twitter. And I was like, your game does not make sense. I look up videos on how to play it and I just don't get it. I just, I can't, I can't comprehend it. And like, that's a game I paid 30 bucks for, I think, or 20 bucks for, or $25. Like, that's a game that I maybe put two hours of work into. And I was like, well, mm. cause, because the number one thing your game, I think, should do is be, um, should be, should be, should be intuitive. No? Yeah, I mean, should be intuitive and for, for like a user, for like a user, uh, like, like a user experience standpoint, um, you're you want your game to be to feel like it's uh, like accessible to play, but you also don't want it to be so overly simple that people that really want to challenge themselves aren't able to. Yeah, like Cuphead. Cuphead is like the prime example of an indie game, and now it's on Tesla. What? Yeah, they're, you didn't see that. No. The Tesla screen. They're putting Cuphead on the Tesla screen thing. Why? Because there's a bunch of Atari games on it already. Why not? Um, moving away from the indie conversation, there's something like kind of like a stretch goal that's kind of been in the back of my mind for a while. Oh, uh, we haven't seen a Bioshock game in a while. Uh, and yeah. we haven't seen one since infinite. When did infinite come out? 2012, like two, 2012. I thought it was 2011. Uh, no, it was that's... 2012 because I remember seeing somebody put that the world was going to end a month before Bioshock infinite came out and they're like, well, at least we got a month of a good game. <laughs> Uh, I never yeah, played anything s- past Bioshock 1, and I only played it once. I've been meaning to go back I, and play them. I played, like, half of Bioshock 1. I really liked Infinite. I never played 2, but I have it. I think we're due for a new Bioshock game. Maybe. I'd like to see where they could take it next. They did the Water City. They did the Sky City. Like, I, I want to see... Give me some- <laughs> The Earth Kingdom is yeah. next. Or the Moon. Ooh, the Moon! I'm a sucker for anything on the Moon. Yeah. I fuck with the moon. Is is there anything else you could think of? I can't really think of anything else. Um, I kind of scratched all of my itches for E3. Although I am, I'm optimistic to be. I want to be surprised. I hope that there's some new IPs that burst through the door and say, "Hey, I deserve some attention." Yeah. I don't know. I kind of get. I kind of like know what I like and know what I don't like at this point, and I'm kind of waiting to see what Sony does because they're not there. And they're going to do, like, a direct thing. Nintendo's been boring me for the past seven years, six years. Uh, I jumped off of the Microsoft bandwagon when they were telling their fans... Not... They were telling their fans that if you wanted to play offline, buy a 360. Which makes sense, totally. Um, And Bethesda's going to be there. If some other cool shit pops up, some other cool shit pops up. But I don't have a one, so I can't play Fable. But, like... I mean, I'll... If I want to play Fable that bad, I'll just do Xbox Game Pass and play it on PC. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. Like, I could see if I could borrow my brother's one for a little that's while. That's another thing that Microsoft is doing. They're really trying to unite the Xbox and PC, like, ecosystem and allow cross-platform to work really well. Yeah, but I think they're doing that mostly because the Xbox One doesn't have any exclusives. Like, it's... I a- just, um... I think that it's... The, the technology behind, like, actually playing, like, Xbox games on a PC, like, the way that they run it, I think that's, like, actually interesting technology, so. I mean, sure, but I'm just saying that, like, there's no games on the Xbox. The Xbox came out with Crackdown 3, and, like, it came out, and then no one talked about it. 
Um, yeah. The the real thing that Xbox has going for it is that it has backwards compatibility. Like I was just in the mall. I was just in Walmart with Kyle, and we fucking saw that there is a sealed version of there's a sealed version of like Bully that says Xbox One. Like they're still printing copies for Bully because it has Bully is a great game. Yeah, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like that's the only thing that it has going for it right now. And if the PS5 is backwards compatible compatible with ps4 through ps1 like xbox better like that's why i think they're doing the game pass on the computer is because it's like yeah you get to play on one or the other but like what are you gonna play your old 360 games i don't know i don't want to be negative about it i just don't think that it's like like days gone days gone has been the first sony game in a very long time that i could think of that didn't perform uh incredibly well from what i heard it was very glitchy and it was kind of underdeveloped but i don't know i didn't play the game so i can't say oh wait what's the other one that's coming out uh death standing the the hideo kojima game i have a whole theory about kojima games yeah yeah i don't think they're that great now i've never played one but every time i've ever seen video of a kojima game nothing makes sense and I've tried to. I mean, I've, they're meant to kind of be like these psychological, like thrillers. Yeah, but there's they're a, supposed to be like. There's that. a difference between a psychological thriller and the only person who gets it is you. I mean, I don't. Uh, I haven't ever played a Kojima game, as far as I can remember. I try to watch let's plays of Kojima games where it's like, like the first probably two hours of them, no commentary. Like, do you ever see a let's play with no commentary? Yeah. And, like uh, like a video walkthrough almost. Yeah, and I'm like sitting there watching it intently, and I'm going, "What the fuck is happening?" Death Stranding, if it's as good as everyone says it is, maybe I'll give it a, a look see. But yeah, if it's uh, if it's getting released on PC, I'll give it a look. I think it. I I don't know if it is, but I think Kojima kind of gets um, any game that Are he they makes. Sony, I think so, because it's now Kojima Productions because he was working for Konami, but now it's his own yeah. thing. But I think he's one of those guys that no matter what comes out, they just say it's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of like uh, whenever there's a Spielberg movie out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, this is Spielberg's best work. Really? 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 Ready Player One? Really? (laughs) I mean, I'm optimistic. I think it looks kind of cool. I'm not really like... I don't play primarily shooters, but if it's interesting and, like, the content that I see the on Last it is of interesting. Last of Us 2. Last of Us 2. That's Sorry that's to cut thing. you off, but I just fucking thought of that. Yeah, I completely forgot about Last of Us 2. They, they've wrapped. They've wrapped all the shooting, so it probably is going to be shown off in some capacity. Yeah, we, we'll probably get a release date. That's just going to be wild. Yeah. So, can I ask you a question? Please. You want to tweet Pete this week or next? Because I kind of want to tweet him next because we're kind of going long on time. Yeah, I want to tweet him next week because I want to congratulate him on not being missing. When I, I see his face. <laughs> I want to see if he's actually alive. Is he okay? Let's, let me see. I hope he's okay. Let me see his Twitter. Uh, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? P-E-T-E-H-I-N-E-S. Uh, the last thing he tweeted... Uh, well, he retweeted was uh, Doom's Twitter 
and it was Doom Eternal, like the where they did the seventy. Like that's what I think the big game is going to be Doom because where they did the seventy six painting is Doom Eternal, and it's just Doom and it's a soon. That's it. Yeah, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. So. So. Let's hope he's okay. I hope he's we'll tweet right. him next week and make sure he's all right. He's make sure he's still kicking. I I just don't want to tweet him if, I mean, I'm, I'm going to tweet him and be excited because we're definitely finally almost maybe kind of sort of not Dude, really totally getting I'm it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're getting it, but we're getting it. I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, we're getting it, right? Maybe, but we're going to get it. Yeah, but I can't say that we are. You don't think so? Uh, I, I didn't say that. So I said, we're going to we, get we it. We are. No, we're, we're going to get it then. But you know what else we're going to get? We're, the Fallout 3 remaster? No, we're going to get some Feather Duster. Ooh, yeah. I mean, you guys know it. You heard it earlier. It's our intro music by Shane Ivers. If you want to get that sweet, sweet intro music and listen to it on loop, you can get it at silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Yeah. Yeah. But Vince, where can the fine folks at home find the show on the internet? If you want to find the show on the internet, you can go to Twitter uh, and you can find us at Atomic Radio Hour. Uh, that's the same with our Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at the underscore Boogans and you, sir. Me? You can find me at Declan underscore Bean. Uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube, uh, thank, thank you. you. Please like and comment and subscribe. Uh, I have the little bell icon. Yeah, do that. It's if you're into that. It's super important apparently because YouTube is dying and uh, doesn't yeah. know how to work its own crowd, so it doesn't even send people subscriptions to their subscription box. So um, do that. If you want to hit that bell thing, we'll jump on everyone else's spiel. Might as well do it. <laughs> if if you're listening to us on a streaming platform, thank you. Comment, like, and subscribe on there as well. Uh, any feedback yeah. is is good feedback, in my opinion. It helps us grow. Uh, you can find us on If Sp- you want to leave that feedback, you can leave it on the Discord. Well, uh, okay, can you wait a second? I'm not even fucking done, Declan. I'm sorry. I just want to let them know. Well, oh, Jesus Christ. You can listen to us, if I wasn't fucking interrupted, I could tell you, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. at least I didn't burn the roast. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, and Radio Public. If you'd like to find us on Discord, Declan, please tell them about it. You can find us on Discord. There's a little link in the description. Come join the party. You can give us some feedback, or you can just chill. We're going to be having, like, a little bit of, like, a a viewing party for E3. Yeah, I actually yeah, I gotta write that up I gotta write that up when we're done here. Um we're gonna do a listening viewing party for uh E3 in the Discord. All you gotta do, jump in the Discord, go to the dinner party uh chat room, I believe. It's a it's a it's a uh, a speaking talky lounge, I think. Yeah. I might actually make one called E three party. Okay, okay, so it's either gonna be E three party or uh, dinner party and it's going to be a bunch of people on the discord we're going to listen to and we're going to listen and watch uh, the Bethesda E3 as it goes on and I'll be there I think Declan might be there uh, Kyle gonna try my darndest. is going to be there uh, it's going to be I think I think their show starts at 8.30 on Sunday so kind of Eastern or I think East Pacific. so 8.30 Eastern I don't know what that is everywhere else but 8.30 Eastern I always forget that there's other time zones um, yeah so jump in a few minutes beforehand if you could uh, so we could all get acquainted um, those are always fun we've, we've done those a couple times 
Yeah. And uh, we're going to be watching the stream on Twitch, but you know what else you could watch on Twitch, maybe? <laughs> Us? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, if- it exists. It's out there. It's just twitch.tv slash Atomic Radio Hour. Just fucking follow it, I guess. Hey, Vince. Hey, Declan. I've suddenly become overwhelmed with the sensation to want to give money to you. To me? What did I do? You hosted my favorite podcast, and I want to see it get better. Oh? So how would I be able to give you money in an organized and uh, reoccurring fashion? If you wanted? If I wanted. Not, I don't have to, but I want to. Uh, if you wanted to, you can go to our Patreon, which is just, uh... Golly. You can go to our Patreon, just patreon.com slash Atomic Radio Hour. We have a bunch of tiers. Uh, they give you some stuff, like uh, live listening when we record the episodes. Um, you can also... You can enter to win D&D raffle. Yeah, there's some stuff. It's Fancy talking channels in our Discord. It's not mandatory. It's just there if you'd like to, to give a little to the show to help us grow, to make us a little bigger, a little better. The show will always be free. I will never charge you a dime to listen to the show. But And if you give us $30,000, we'll give you a back massage. I'll give you a little more than just a back massage. <laughs> I'll give you a, a leg massage. Uh... Yeah, so I think that's everything. I don't think we have anything like to announce, anything special. Not now, at least. Um, I mean, I have some special people to announce. We have oh, the shit. wonderful, illustrious <laughs> Michael Mello. Thanks, Mike. The super awesome, friendly companion cube. Thanks, Q. Noah. <laughs> and the fabulous TKS Mantis. Thanks, homie. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, and with that, yeah, I, I think it's time for us to get the heck out of here. Yeah? Yeah, my door just opened and no one opened it, so I'm scared. Watch out. No ghosts, no gays. Oh, God. They're coming to <laughs> remove me. <laughs> All right, everybody. But wait, if they, if they remove me, I'll turn into a ghost. Then what? Uh, I, don't think, I don't think ghosts exist in, uh, in China. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine. We're not in China. Yeah, so I you're can be, good. I can be a ghost here. Um. Okay. Original content. Bye. Bye. Enjoy E3. I love you. Can't believe you burnt the fucking roast. Oh fuck you with this fucking roast bullshit. I'm so fucking tired of hearing about the roast bullshit. Well, guess what? Guess Just what? Don't burn what? it next no, time. No, fuck you. I'll burn the fucking roast. I like a little fucking well done. I like a little char on my fucking meat. You like it fuck well you, done? Fuck you. you. Fucking piece of shit. No, I don't like shit. it well done. I like a fucking crispy char. I like a crunch. I like a crust. Oh, you don't know you how to always fucking cook. overcook it. If there's a crust on it, you always overcook the inside. I can you cook whatever the me? fuck I want when I buy the fucking food, Declan. Well, at least I season my food. And I don't. And I don't. Not enough. You put fucking Mrs. Dash on everything, you fucking sloppy little slut. I would never. This is a black pepper household. This, I know this is a black pepper then household. Then why do you, you use Mrs. Dash like a fucking I troglodyte? Don't. I don't use Mrs. Dash. That is a rumor, an ugly rumor started by a rumor? not me. A rumor? Sorry, rumors have no basis in reality, so you're a fucking liar then, shithead. Fucking idiot. Fuck you. Atomic Radio Hour Hour.